This is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. An active duty member of the U.S. Air Force was critically injured after setting himself ablaze outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., while declaring that he will no longer be complicit in genocide. That is according to a person familiar with the matter who spoke Sunday to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The person said that the man walked up to the embassy shortly before 1 p.m. and began live streaming on video uh, platform Twitch. Law enforcement officials believe the man started a live stream, set his phone down, and then doused himself in an accelerant and ignited the flames. Israel has adamantly denied the genocide allegations and says it's carrying out operations in accordance with international law in the Israel-Hamas war. Vigils took place across the nation for Oklahoma teenager Nex Benedict, who died the day after a fight in a high school bathroom. Benedict was a non-binary student who said that they were in the target of bullying. Vigils were held at locations including Boston, New York, Minneapolis, and Huntington Beach, California over the weekend. Others were held or planned in several U.S. states, including Washington, New Jersey, New York, and Texas. The 16-year-old Benedict got into an altercation with three girls in a high school bathroom. Police say Benedict's death was not a result of injuries suffered in the fight, but based on preliminary autopsy results. Tuvalu's former Attorney General, Felitti Teo, has been named Prime Minister of the tiny South Pacific nation after elections a month ago ousted the last government leader. Government officials says that Teo was the only candidate nominated by his colleagues in Parliament and was declared elected Monday without a vote. This is VOA News. U.S. President Joe Biden will convene the top four congressional leaders at the White House Tuesday to press lawmakers on passing the emergency aid package for Ukraine and Israel, as well as averting a looming government shutdown next month, according to a White House official. The top four leaders include House Speaker Mike Johnson, the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. During the meeting, the president will discuss the urgency of passing the aid package, which has bipartisan support, as well as legislation to keep the federal government operating through the end of September. That's according to the White House official who was granted anonymity to discuss a meeting not yet publicly confirmed. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Sunday that 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed in action in the two years since Russia launched its full-scale invasion. Zelensky said that the number was far lower than estimates given by Russian President Vladimir Putin's government. 31,000 Ukrainian military personnel have been killed in this war, not 300,000, not 150,000, not whatever Putin and his deceitful circle have been lying about, he said. Nevertheless, each of these losses is a great sacrifice for us, Zelensky went on to say. Year 2024 forum in Kyiv, the Ukrainian leader said that he wouldn't disclose the number of troops that were wounded or actually missing. Israel's defense minister vowed Sunday to step up attacks on Lebanon's Hezbollah militant group, even if a ceasefire is reached with Hamas in the Gaza Strip. 
Hezbollah, which has been exchanging fire with Israel throughout the war in Gaza, has said it will halt its nearly daily attacks on Israel if a ceasefire is reached in Gaza. But the Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant said that anyone who thinks a temporary ceasefire for Gaza will also apply to the northern front is mistaken. He said that they'll continue the fire and they'll do so independently from the south until they achieve their goals. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley says it is not the end of the story, despite Donald Trump's easy primary victory in South Carolina, which is her home state. She was a one-time governor there and had long suggested a competitiveness with the former president would show. Defying calls from South Carolina Republicans to exit the race, Haley traveled Sunday to the state of Michigan, which holds its primary on Tuesday. Speaking to a hotel ballroom packed with hundreds of supporters, in the less than 24 hours following her Saturday night loss to Trump, Haley's campaign said that she had raised a million dollars from grassroots supporters. I'm Tommy McNeil, BOA News.